What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Takeover with your girl Shane Cray. And as I told y'all earlier, you already know, state representative Brandon McGee is in the building. He's inside the room, and we got quite a bit of things to cover today. How are you, boo? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Another week. Another week. Uh, we had a phenomenal weekend compared to last weekend. It was a little rainy out, but I'm 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 good. I'm good. Yeah, How about you? Yeah, I'm good too. The weather is finally breaking, as you can see, and it is hot all over. I will say that there's been a, quite a bit of rain everywhere, but we needed that. Yeah, just a little bit because I know my. Let me tell you something. My allergies. I don't know about you, but we needed to wash some of the pollen away. But um, I was just gonna say that. Yep. I'm good. Exactly. I'm good. But as always, I want to thank everybody uh, that tune in on a weekly basis. Thank you so much for joining Inside the Room with myself, State Representative Brandon McGee, where we discuss politics, leadership, and culture, and of course, just a little, look a little bit of gossip. You know, I got some. You know I got we... some for you too, too. So oh, later on today, yeah, yeah, I got some later. <laughs> <laughs> but as always, y'all, please, please, please follow me on all major platforms: Spotify, Instagram underscore blmj underscore twitter uh at rep b mcgee that's m-c-g-e-e -E. somebody inboxed me and said do you spell your name with an h i'm like dude it says it on my platform but it's all good it's all good we're here to educate but today inside the room um i'd love for us to talk a little bit about uh juneteenth um i yes. know a lot of us understand the importance of juneteenth um and the commemoration and significance of the date. Uh, but I really want us to talk a little bit about that. Uh, but before we jump in, I do want to get back to sharing quotes, okay? Um, and I have a quote for today, Shay. And, and I hope some of the people listening would really appreciate as we, as we sort of go into the commemoration of Juneteenth, um, I want them to reflect on this quote. And this quote uh, is from Frederick Douglass. Um, and it says, and I quote, what to the American slave is your 4th of July? I mm. answer, a day that reveals to him more than all other days in the year, the gross injustice and cruel cruelty to which he is constant victim. And that was mm. by Frederick Douglass. Um, mm. So again, we're going to unpack you know, the first celebration of Juneteenth uh, that took place in 1866. And since mm. then, the holiday has grown uh, to signify more than the end of slavery. Oftentimes we talk about Juneteenth and it's just the celebration of ending of slavery. Uh, so while, while the holiday is memorialized uh, Black people's emancipation from American chattel slavery uh, uh, is and has always been the epitomous or uh, sort of the crux to influence systemic transformation uh, and to improve the livelihood of all Black people, especially those of the diaspora. Uh, so again, as always, join me uh, in gathering people from all walks of life to step inside this room, this room that we come back to every single week in efforts to gain perspective on how we can educate and uplift our communities. So Shay, tell yes. me a little bit. Tell me a little bit about well, your thoughts on Frederick Douglass. Well, 
I will say this. Thank you so much for that information because a lot of times we as a people, we celebrate and we don't know what the heck we celebrate. You know what I mean? We just mm -hmm. following suit to what it is, the trend and so forth. However, still knowing that is a good thing. However, I want my 40 acres in a mule. What you think? I do too, actually. <laughs> so while people are talking about give me money, give me money, I'll take the check. But give yes. me my land. Give me my land. Tell me about it, you know? Because so, that's that's generational wealth that we've been talking yep. about. Yep. So yeah, I'm here, I'm here for it. I'm here for yes. it. Yes. So are you doing any events or any anything to celebrate the um the holiday? I am actually. So there are several events uh, happening here in the state of Connecticut and I'm sure throughout the country. Um, there will be a flag raising uh, at the Connecticut State Capitol uh, where awesome. black, black, black leaders and others alongside the governor uh, will come and will commemorate. Uh, but we'll also and I think this is important, we'll also reflect um, the legislative session and how we've been able to. Uh, as a state legislature, move the needle, the equity needle toward um, much progress. And, and that yes. many of our policies addressed, and we talked about it last week, uh, declaring racism as a public health, uh, wage yes. gap, wage gap for females, uh, talking about the Crown Act. Um, you and I talked about that uh, many, many radio interviews ago where we talked about the importance of allowing black and brown people to wear their hair any way they, they want and not be subjected to um, mistreatment on the job. And when you think about celebrating Juneteenth, to me, that those are all critical moments that we should be celebrating as people, uh, but also move the conversation a little bit forward with respect to the evolution of Black people in all sectors, radio, um, politics, education, you name it. Uh, so if the pandemic has not shown us anything, then I don't know, no. I don't know where folks been. I don't know. You're talking about the expodemic? It's the expodemic because it exposed a lot ah. of stuff. <laughs> oh, I like that. Wait, say that again. The expodemic. The expodemic. Expodemic. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm going to yeah. steal that one. Yeah, it did. It, it exposed a lot of things, and one of them um, being the racism. And it's so, so sad that we are still in these times. But we're going to take a quick break and pay some bills. And when we come back, we're going to still talk about Juneteenth and what it means to FUBU Radio as well, you know, for us, by us. And we're going to talk about Father's Day, too, all right? You guys, keep a lot. Don't go nowhere. Um, it's your girl, Shay McCray. Welcome back to The Takeover with your girl, Shay McCray, as we are inside the room with State Representative Brandon McGee. And I almost had him do that opening because I remember last week he messed up. We put him on the spot there. You know what I'm saying? So when we come back, we're going to tell him to just open up. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, you know, you know, you now you've given me enough time. So now I can, you know, get myself situated and ready for you the know what? Drop, so. If y'all could see his look, he did it as so how he like he was like a pretty boy, like you know, I got this. You know, if y'all can I see did. his face right uh, now. Look, look, I did the light skin, the light skin eyes. You know what I'm saying? You got to squint them a little bit. Now, let me ask you, was that prejudice, that statement you just made? Oh, Lord. Yes, it I'm was just my, saying. Own, my own bias, my own bias. But for the culture, you already know them light skin brothers. They do that. So I don't care what y'all say. 
It's all out of love, you guys. It's all out of love. So you know we love them light, light brights. Now let me quit. <laughs> Nah, but Brandon, I, I love the fact that you brought so much information in reference to um, Juneteenth, the holiday, and, and how everyone's starting to celebrate a lot more. It's so shocking that we are only 156 years out of this. I mean, you know, we were too. We were just. We were just a, what a, a century shy yep. of being slaves ourselves. You That's get what right. I'm saying? I so, do. That, that is interesting. I thank God that I was born in this era because I probably wouldn't have made it back in that era. And um, oh, I, no, Shay. I don't know. I don't know. I, you remind me, um, and I didn't know who this lady was. I just read about her. But the characteristics, okay. the characteristics are very similar in that you want, you want to help everybody. You want to bring everybody through. And I can only think of Harriet Tubman on how she was just like, <laughs> She was an entrepreneur. She was about her business and she had money, but people really thought she was just like this little poor thing. She built the house from ground up so that she could provide shelter for people. Like, I don't know, Shay, you probably could have made it. I, I don't that know. Part, that part, if, I, if, if anything, that's exactly what I would have been doing. Mm -hmm. You know, I would have been a, I would have been an escaped slave myself because I'm like, why did no one make it to the north? I just didn't understand it out of all that time. I just but I would have made say, it. You may not. You may have been free, though. You real light. And, you know, you got that. You know what? That I thought about it. I was like, I was like, I'm I already know I would have been a house nigga. Ooh, ooh, excuse me. <laughs> I mean to say that, y'all. Yeah. Oh, sorry, y'all. I'm so sorry. I would have been a house nigger. <laughs> Listen, it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. And so, those are thoughts. Those those thoughts are not attributed to FUBU Radio. Those thoughts no, are attributed not at all. to Shea McCray. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, we'll get that out of there in a minute. But listen, um, I will say this. I'm, I am excited that I read that they're finally acknowledges, uh, acknowledging Juneteenth as a pay holiday. And some schools are even readjusting their schedule to acknowledge it as, you know, for them to be out of the school as well. That's what's up. That's Let's true. talk about that. The this is true. And remember, just for those who are joining us, we're talking about Juneteenth, the Black Independence Day. Um, you know, just if you wanted to wrap all of this up, Juneteenth asks us to consider the promises of freedom uh, that have not yet been fulfilled in the United States. Real simple. OK, uh, but just to respond to what you were saying, Shay, only 47 states in the District of Columbia recognize Juneteenth as a state or ceremonial holiday um mm. the only the only three states that do not recognize the holiday are north dakota <laughs> north dakota south dakota let me say that again north and south dakota and hawaii texas listen to this was the first state to recognize the holiday in 1980. wow right. that's amazing all right texas but here's something that i didn't know y'all and I think this is really, really cool and something that we should always keep close to the chest. In 1968, then Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. planned a Juneteenth celebration to address poverty and freedom among black and brown people, which ultimately initiated the Poor People's March in Tennessee, Memphis, Tennessee, which was mm. a demonstration about economic justice. And so, Again, those are the significance or it is the significance of Juneteenth and what we're supposed to be doing. So sure, celebrate the past 
and how we've been able to make it through and get over. But now we're talking about the promises of freedom that we have not yet experienced or fulfilled. Uh, and I never knew that about Martin Luther King. Wow, you know, me neither. Isn't that, that's, it's just, it's amazing when you begin to unpack the history so that, and the importance of it. Mm -hmm. With that being said, when did Tennessee actually acknowledge Juneteenth, Juneteenth being a holiday? You know that, that's a great question. And I want to say, and I'll do my research and get back to our listeners on this. Um, I want to say it was during the time the 47 states in the District of Columbia recognized Juneteenth. Okay. Um, and I don't know what the time period could have been. It okay. could vary. Um, but I, I'll definitely, I'll definitely get that. Another piece is Juneteenth recognition efforts in New York City, which I think is kind of cool. Last year, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo issued an executive order that that basically made June 19th a paid holiday for state employees. Uh, and that started this year. So I'm hoping places like Atlanta and other places, Connecticut will jump on well, board. Chicago's on board. I just read that. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You did say that. Yes, yep. yes. Yep. Um, what other states did you read that was on board? So um, the other, I only had three. So okay. I know Chicago, New York, yep. and then there was yep. a third one. It could be the District of Columbia, but I'm not sure. Okay. Um, but I know in 2003, here in my own General Assembly, we approved a bill uh, that was signed into law designating the Saturday closest to June 19th of each year as June 19th Independence Day. But for me and my colleagues, that's not enough. Uh, we wanna be like places like New York and we have control over state employees and we wanna make it um, a paid holiday uh, with purpose, okay? Now, cause we can talk about the Martin Luther King days we take off and folks are not giving back, but I'ma leave y'all alone as they say in the church, I'm gonna skip over your pew. But what I'm saying is we have to be able to really, really, take advantage of these types of holidays and pay homage uh, to folks like King and others who fought really hard uh, to keep hope alive as Jesse Jackson coined uh, during his presidential campaigns. Um, and so so really quickly before we close, because I know we got to go to a break, here's how you can observe Juneteenth. You can spend obviously time with your friends and family honoring Juneteenth, our official Black Independence Day or you can just Google Juneteenth events in my area. And I promise you, there will be a list of events um, that you can go to and participate, but be sure to celebrate, be sure to celebrate mm -hmm. and think about how you can give back to better or rather advance the causes of black and brown people. I'm actually going to a, like an Afrocentric type of event in DC this weekend with my son and, I, and, and as well as celebrating Father's Day with him too. So oh, we'll look be at out there. Look at you. Yes. Um, so we already um, will be attending the event on Saturday. It's going to be a lot of performance, performance and stuff. So it'll be great. But I, before we go, I did want to have this question. We're going to talk. We're gonna, I want you to think about this and then answer it when we come back. You okay. talked about our very own Independence Day. You know mm. how African-Americans celebrate Memorial Day, July 4th, as well as Labor Day. Do you believe that any um, Caucasians will celebrate Juneteenth? 
And hold that thought. We'll be right back. You guys keep it locked. Don't go nowhere. Welcome back to The Takeover with your girl, Shay McCrane. If you just now tuning in, y'all already know it's Monday and we are inside the room with State Representative Brandon McGee. And he's given us so much information today. And if you guys have not tuned in or told a friend about to tune in right now, you're being selfish, seriously, because y'all know this is some good information for for real. Because no, serious. Because a lot of times we celebrate or do things just in unison, just because we feel we feel like, hey, they're doing it. We're black. That's what it is. No, it's not mm-hmm. like that. You need to be educated and understand what it is that you're doing. So before we actually went to break, I asked the question: Afri- African American African Americans celebrate. Um, the other holidays such as July 4th, Memorial Day, as well as Labor Day. Do you believe the Caucasians will also join us with celebrating Juneteenth? And and as we were going on the break, y'all, I wish y'all could see me like, oh, she asked that question. But it's a good question. And um, one of the things that I, I want to just preference, preference, excuse me, my comments on is, Social conditioning is is very, very important. And social conditioning is basically, um, it it is, it includes not only features of of individuals and households, um, but it's, it's, it's sort of the acclimating to what's happening right in front of you. And oftentimes as black and brown people, we're um, sort of pitted um, into having to, to, to sort of acquiesce to social conditioning. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's something that it's, it's sort of a deep intellectual conversation and I, I can't do it any justice during um, a seven minute segment. Uh, but, but I think it's important for us to understand that. But to answer Shay's question directly, um, I think, and I'm gonna give you two schools of thought, okay? I believe that there will be more white folk and folk who are not or who do not identify as black or brown will be more inclined to support this year all of these types of black events right and here's why we have literally just come off a year of chanting black lives matter uh, a year of holding corporations and our nonprofits and people with deep pockets a lot of money holding them accountable And a lot of them have come to the forefront and said, look, I really want to be a part of this, but I do not know where to start. And I need you to help me understand this. They can't go to their own kind and ask the question because they don't know. Because they don't know. (laughs) Okay. So just a little plug there. Any of you of my white allies that are listening to our show, this show is called The Takeover. Uh, You also have Brandon McGee inside the room, and we will take any donations that you all wish to give to us to help build this show so that we can spread the message around uh, all of what we've been talking about. All right, moving on. So the other school of thought is you're going to have a bunch of white folk who will probably cringe when they hear about a Juneteenth that's being, that's being, uh, oh, they will. That's going to be <laughs> on primetime TV or it's flooding your Instagram and your social media. And if you have a moment, just take a look at all of the ads that Gap and H&M and all of these, 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 these corporations are adopting these diversity mission statements and the importance mm-hmm. of it. Um, so I, I just think 
there will be a lot of support, but it is our job as black and brown people. Don't wait around for people to celebrate you or to support you. Keep it moving that's right. and educate people on the importance of it. Just like many of us have been um, sort of conditioned into thinking we have to celebrate 4th of July. Absolutely. We have to celebrate Memorial Day or Labor Day. That's not true. And nothing That's against not any of our veterans. Your son is, a, uh, is, is in yes, the army. Yes. He served this country, my grandfather yes. and others. So for me, it's not a bash on them. It's just no, my, not at re all. my, my reality. Uh, and that's where I am on this. And I'm going to continue to celebrate, teach my kids the importance of uh, holidays like Martin Luther King, um, Black History, 365 days of the year, not just February, and Juneteenth and others. Uh, so that's a great question. And I'm sure folks will inbox me and tell me, Brandon, you probably shouldn't have said that, but that's just my truth. Um, and that's just that's just where I am. Yeah, I understand. And I, I think that it's funny that you say that. Isn't like you said, we're not bashing the other holidays. We're just trying to um, carry on our crossover that unity, like we did with the other holidays as well. That's right. Because That's right. everyone from all cultures celebrate all those holidays, and you know, a lot of times they don't even know what it's about. You know, especially July Fourth. That is the biggest um, mis um, understood miss uh, understood holiday of I think of the all the holidays. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, all these black yeah. folks out here. Celebrating having cookouts. <laughs> I said, do y'all understand what this is? <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 it is. So once again, just continue to get information, help spread the word. And like they, like he said, donate so we can spread this word, the word. So this, y'all need this information. Um, right. Brandon has done doing an amazing job and and, and and informing it, informing us on everything that is, um, especially with the, the, the exact, definition of why or what it is with yeah, that being yeah. said i also want to give you um your flowers now as well because not only do you do this well and you're out, i always joke and say you're out there saving the world but um you are also a father an amazing mm. father a very involved that. father so first i want to say congratulations and i thank you for just being one of those fathers that are not absent and they continue to um help mold the new next generation so we mm. can continue to be great so all the fathers i appreciate there, that <laughs> thank you as well happy father's day and happy um, father's day yeah what are you doing on top of that for this weekend what are you how are you celebrating so, so since the birth of my two girls and by the way um today is silver kennedy and she'll tell you it's not the color it's s-y-l-v-e-r Silver Kennedy, <laughs> yes. Um, her birthday is today. She turned four. Uh, so today awesome. is her birthday. Happy so birthday, happy birthday, sister. Silver. <laughs> and, um, and my youngest, Bailey, just turned two a few weeks awesome. ago. Um, so this weekend is a birthday party for Silver. Wait, wait. So you got two Geminis? I, yeah. Well, oh wait. Goodness. So May, May 18th is what... what Oh, she's a Taurus. Okay, you got yeah. a Taurus and a Gemini. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. I'm still in trouble. Right. I'm still in trouble. How you're still you in trouble, yeah, because you got a bull and you got some twins over there that don't know, you know, you're gonna, you don't know who you're going to get on any given day. <laughs> yes. So, you know, yes. so... <laughs> so we'll be celebrating Silver this weekend um, on Father's Day. And that awesome. is, that's, a, that's an amazing gift. Uh, yes. And that's enough so, for me. 
with that being said, I'm going to tell you your real answer. Look, I'm telling the people your real answer. I'm like, Brandon, I called Brandon. I'm like, Brandon, what you doing for Father's Day? That's Father's Day. He was like, nothing. They don't do anything for us anyway. They don't do anything. What are they going to do? Let, Cook out? Let me, you guys let me tell you something. Wait, 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 wait. I'm going to help you out, though. I'm going to help you out. With that being said, come on, ladies. We got to do better for our Black kings. That's all I'm mm -hmm. saying. We have to celebrate them a lot more because um, perception is based on the perceiver at any given time. So that's, it, right. he, that's the way he perceives it. So we have Shay, to do better. I appreciate that. <laughs> However, you know, you can go to any restaurant, you can ride a, a boat through it, okay? <laughs> Mother's Day, you can't get any reservations, no cards on the shelves, you can't get a teddy bear, even if you're a last minute guy, like nothing. And when it comes yep. to fathers, I just, we've got to do better, y'all. We've got to do better. So again, happy Father's Day to all of my fathers out there. Um, Shay. Do you have a special Father's Day story that you want to share or some sort of a memory or I don't know, something um, about your um, father? Well, I will tell you this. My father was a great man. He was very, very strong. And he was definitely someone who taught me how a, a household should run. He provided, he structured, and he he let us know how it should be. He always taught me when I had my children, never make a man pay for his child. They'll do more than what's willing versus if you take them under and make them, it's like a stress thing. So he taught me how to to deal with men um, from a different mm -hmm. perspective. And and I thank him because, you know, you hear that saying is uh, daddy problems. I, I don't have no daddy problems. I'm going to tell you that now. I got, mm. I got mama problems. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, <laughs> but with that being said is that um, to, in defense of the woman, I know I said we got to do better. I'm saying do better to those, to the fathers that are there present. That's right. That's there right. are a lot more mothers present than fathers. So mm -hmm. in the defense of why there are a lot more availability to the cards and the flowers and the gifts and open more seating in restaurants because the fathers are more absent than the mother. True. So... That's right. why I commend you and give you your flowers because you are not an absent father. You are you you're you're, you're breaking the the trend. Especially it's going it's getting worse as as the generation move on because people are not having babies out of love anymore. They're having babies out of oh I, I I'm 45 and I don't have a child. Could you please father this child? And then that's that true. becomes a problem because there's no child, no father in the household and so forth. So that's a whole nother topic for another day. We can get into that. So um. I would just want to, you know, kind of, you know, I know I said this, but still in their defense, this is why I just happen to be blessed. And my, my, my dad was in my life completely until he, he left us. So, well, and that's my, one of the things I do remember. Now I'll tell you a funny story though. I did sleep with my dad until I was 16. I know, I know it's like, <laughs> because I took care of my little brother and he worked my, he worked second shift. My dad's stepmom worked third shift. So my, I used to be in the bed with my little brother. My dad used to be like, I'm not getting her out of here. We all going to sleep in this king size oh, bed. Oh, that's so, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so you were so, a daddy's girl. For real, for real, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> Until so, I was 16. I tell the story all the time. I slept with my daddy until I was 16. <laughs> you were a It sounds weird, but it's really. No, it don't. Mm -mm, it was more silver, nurturing. Silver is still in our bed. <laughs> Um, so for me, my father was, um, 
was an amazing man, Brandon Sr. Um, and married to my mother 30 plus years until wow. he, he passed. Um, and it was, I have so many stories, um, but one thing that I could appreciate even to this day is the love my father had for all of his children. Um, and there are six of us, um, I think, let me see, Toya, Menasha, wow. Brandon, Brandon, and I think there's also five of us. Why, and, do you have um, to, why, do you, why is it two of y'all named Brandon? Okay, we'll leave that alone. My dad wanted, he wanted to be George Foreman or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, and then, you know, anyway. So, so one thing that I really enjoyed about my dad uh, was his, his love for his family, wherever he was. He just made sure we were provided for and love um, and respect to my mother uh, and, and for my mother. Um, the other piece though, is my father understood the importance of a village and he didn't give up his responsibilities, but he understood the importance of other positive men um, in my life. So, you know, not only do I have my biological father, I also have my godfather who, happy Father's Day, Marshall B. Munts, uh, and um, June Archer, who's like a father, but really like my big brother, uh, and, and my father-in-law, father-in-love, I'll say, Gerald Silver. Um, who have really taught me the importance of, of being a man and not only just being a man, but a man who can show his feelings, can cry, but make sure at the end of the day, you have a solid prayer life and you're loving your girls, including your wife. So uh, happy Father's Day to all of those guys. Yes, and happy I, Father's Day. So really even happy. to the fathers who do not have a biological child that stepped up to take care of those right. um, who are in need. So we appreciate you too. And once again, ladies, do better. Celebrate do better. this weekend. Celebrate. One I'm other thing it. though, uh, unrelated to Father's Day, I think it's important for FUBU uh, that we, I know we're doing it across all of our, um, our different shows that we have, but it's Black uh, Music Month. All right. So oh, yes, I yes, hope, right. I hope, I hope folks are rocking all of the music. I am a 90s baby. Well, really like, I like 70s music, but 70s and 90s. I wasn't really hip on the 80s. I, wow. I, yeah, I know, I'm sorry. But just y'all go back and listen um, and, and really pay respect to all of the OGs and, and all of those folks yes. who paved the way for folks uh, that are playing music now. Yes. Well, before we get up out of here, Brandon, I do you got to drop some of the gossip. You know, I always got to get some gossip and stuff. Oh, give me some, give me some. So we're going to celebrate him too. Um, Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> Apparently he had his house broken into here in Vegas, right? And he's offering a reward of $100,000 of anybody who have any information in reference to it. You meant 1.2 million? Exactly. That's how I feel. Because I'm like, bro, first of all, happy Father's Day. Okay, we see your children. And his daughter, Yaya, was one of the ones who was very supportive. I saw her on stage, too. I think a couple of his kids were there during the fight. But he had a fight where he just had to show up and hug a little bit. He made, what, 34, 34 million? He actually made he more made money lot. than he do fighting. Who would, that it was an expeditious um, fight, Ex right? Expedition. Expedition, yeah. Expedition, yeah. And um, he made more more money on that than he ever did doing a, a real fight. And mm -hmm. 
unemployed. That's not enough money for, for people to come up and say, you got, you just made 34 million. You only offering a hundred thousand. Your stuff, whatever was taken was not that important. I'm going to say, say I'm that just, now. I'm just glad everybody's safe. But to your point, um, you didn't say this, but I'm saying this. I think it's got to be somebody inside. I don't Has know. Has to be. Like, and then a hundred thousand, like, did they kill the person already? Like, I'm trying to understand, like, uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know, Floyd. I don't think no one's stepping up because I'm pretty sure whatever they took is worth more, 100000 in that house. I'm pretty sure. So, like I said, either the break-in, I don't know what was taken. I have to do a little bit more research, but I don't know. And listen, happy yeah. Father's Day to you, Floyd. Happy Father's <laughs> Day to Keith and Demetrius as yeah. well. And, um, all the FUBU staff. Yes, the all the FUBU staff. Her DJ Hercules, um, Jazz, uh, Sick Child, our producer, um, all the fathers here on 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 FUBU Radio. So, but uh, I appreciate you for uh, taking a break from saving the world, especially this week, especially today during your princess's birthday, and. Uh, yeah. I hope y'all celebrate hard. Y'all get Kool-Aid wasted over there. <laughs> well, we already started off with candy this morning. So we got a cake and we're going to go out to a restaurant and enjoy. Oh, yeah, we're going to enjoy right. it. But before y'all leave, y'all make sure y'all follow me. Follow me on YouTube. Just type in Inside the Room. Again, I'm on Instagram, underscore BLMJ, underscore. Uh, I am also on Twitter. Y'all want to have that conversation? Hit me, at Rep B McGee. And of course, on Spotify. Uh, as always, I love you. Make sure you're taking care of yourselves. And until next time, peace. All right, peace. <laughs>